Welcome to the Deep Spirituality Podcast. Uh, we're excited that you're sticking with our Defeating Discouragement series. This is number four, Faith Not Fear. I've got Brian, Nita, and Nick Straub with us, uh, and we're going to be continuing the battle to end the self-defeating and debilitating cycle of discouragement. Hopefully, you're starting to see some progress. You're starting to see some defeating of discouragement. You're starting to talk about it, and you're starting to be able to start to climb out of it. Don't be afraid to go back and listen to some of them, and hopefully, we'll be able to get you. We've been trying to get a lot in. Uh, we'll be able to get you some more tips and some more things to study, but as you've heard before, you can find a character in the Bible that you can really dig into, Moses. Jonah, uh, Ruth, and Naomi. That's a real great story of not quitting. And go back and get a Bible study going that you can continue long past this whole podcast series and uh, and, and, and continue to win the battle against discouragement. But today we're going to talk about faith, not fear. And we're sticking with this idea of what does choosing God mean? It means choosing faith, not fear. And really, that's a choice. You can choose fear or you can choose faith. Uh, in the scriptures, In Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13, it says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus, choosing faith, not fear. Paul said, look, I'm going to choose faith, and I want you to choose faith. And choosing faith has two simple components. You got to learn to forget the past. We talked about the one thing that can make us a quitter is we live in nostalgia, the nostalgia of yesterday, instead of focusing on the present and building toward the future. So he says, you got to forget. And he says, you got to press on. You got to keep at it. You got to, no matter what comes your way, you got to, you got to keep fighting. And part of that pressing on is usually getting through the five fears. I'm going to list them out. Then I'm going to get Brian and I'm going to Nick in here talking about this. The first fear is shaming. And I've been working on this. If you listen to other podcasts, I've been breaking these down and I've changed some of them around a little bit to get a little more accurate. But the first is shaming, rejection, accusation, criticism, or persecution for what you believe. And so one of the fears we have to get through is the sense that we're going to be shamed. If I try to be a leader, if I try to speak up, if I try to achieve a certain goal, get a certain career, decide I'm going to study a certain subject, decide I'm going to change my career, we can get, we can feel like we're going to get shamed by people. So that's a fear we have to beat. Hard things, pain, suffering, loss, cost of the dream is, is, is that usually when you have a dream, it's going to cost you something. It's going to be hard. And we can have a fear of hard things and it can keep us from doing stuff. And, we can start going, I'm not going to do that. It's too hard. I'm going to feel too much pain. I could potentially suffer. I could potentially lose something. Um, and, and if it's going to take that to get the dream, I'm not going to do it. We have to be willing to overcome our fear of hard things. Many times that fear comes on us even before we've experienced anything hard. Failure, the loss of relevance, significance, or status. A lot of times in our life, I know it's true in mine, I'm, I'm trying to seek relevance and I don't even realize that or significance. And that's a lot of where our fear of failure comes from is we want to be relevant, significant, or have a level of status. And the, we've got to beat that fear of losing all that to get there. If you've ever seen the movie Rocky Three, that's a good one where his wife and he are on the beach and she's, what can we lose that we can't get again? Because he was afraid to go on and take on his great challenge of fighting Apollo Creed. The fourth one is fear of missing out or FOMO as the uh, people around me have taught me. Uh, uh, my a lot of times as Christians, I'm speaking specifically to Christians. I know a lot of people listening aren't Christians and don't believe in God, and that's fine. Um, but for a lot of Christians, they can feel like I have this unspecial, ordinary, boring, and sad life, and we can spend all of our time looking at people around us and feel like, well, yeah, I'm missing out. I'm going to miss out. If I try to be a good Christian, I'm going to miss out. If I read my Bible and pray and try to live for other people and unselfish, I'm going to miss out. And that fear of missing out can lead us not to be committed to God's path, not to choose his life, uh, and then, you know, and 
and, and, and not, 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 to, not to overcome the discouragement of it. And finally, change, the fear of change, losing or giving up control to God, saying, I'm going to let go and let you fulfill your purpose in my life. So I'm going to get Brian and Nick in here so they can go to work on this and, and, and lead us uh, to the promised land. Yeah, I can really relate to a lot of these five fears, actually. I think the ones that are biggest for me are the shame. Uh, I want people's approval so bad, and I have my whole life. I, right. I, when, I th- when I thought about this topic and thought about my life, I was like, I've been afraid my whole life. Um, so wanting people's approval is big. Uh, I, I was bullied a lot when I was uh, younger. Oh, really? So I was always afraid of pain. And I was kind of a big kid. So yeah. when I was five, I was bullied by the eight-year-olds. When I was eight, it was by oh. the 12-year-olds. It was like one of those, one <laughs> okay. of those things. Okay. And then a fear of failure, cause that was also the approval of people because um, – if I, I felt like if I didn't succeed, then I, then people wouldn't approve or they wouldn't like me. But I, I think there's two big things that I never always didn't want exposed. Uh-huh. Um, it was it was the, the sin that I had because if people knew that, they wouldn't like me. Yeah, right? yeah. So there's yeah, fear I relate of, to that. of being rejected by family, friends, really anybody. Yes. And the second thing was all these weaknesses that – I knew that I had. Oh, if people see my weaknesses, then they're they're not going to like me. So there's this fear. But I remember I got a story. I was playing middle school basketball, and I was big, you know, like fully grown. <laughs> I was like a man amongst boys. You at made that it age. sound like right? you're seven footer in middle school. <laughs> no, I was a six footer by, by that. But um, but I, I think it applies to this scripture because I think the having the folk you can't beat fear unless you have the right uh, focus, uh-huh. right? And Paul was looking on what was ahead. I remember playing this, but my girlfriend was in the stands and she was flirting with this guy oh, right? so oh, I'm dribbling down oh, the, the whole game the whole game I was not focused whole on game. on the on the on playing the game right I was focused on what's going on over there and then that whole date now it's middle school right so yeah for, it's not that serious but um the whole dating <laughs> relationship after that it was focused on uh, I don't want to lose this girlfriend. Yeah. I actually didn't enjoy the relationship at all. Yeah. And then, you know, for three or four games after that, yeah. I was that's what I, I was looking for her in the stands instead of focusing on dribbling, <laughs> passing, and shooting. So, um, Hey, and that's normal. <laughs> that's normal middle school. Yeah. It is. It is. So if any of these teenagers are out there, hey, I can relate. The key but is don't look in the stands. Yeah, don't look in the yeah, stands. Stay focused. Stand you got you to have a goal um, and, and a focus that's uh, bigger than you. One thing I was stu- I've been studying out though, um, I was on dspirituality.net and I did a study on choosing courage. But one of the recommended readings was Joshua, uh-huh. and so I studied out Joshua and I read it from this perspective: faith or fear. Yeah, and it it amazed me because God says to Joshua all the time, "Don't yep. be afraid, don't be afraid, sure don't be does. afraid." Um, and Joshua never admits to being afraid, but I assume that God probably just knows what's going on, so yeah. he's telling yeah. him. But he had this goal of going into the promised land, and the other thing that God always told him was, I am with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, part of having uh, a focus, like I talked about in Philippians 3 there, is believing that God has something great ahead for you or great in store for you. Interesting. And um, if you believe that, then then what made me afraid was focusing on myself. Yeah, my sins, my weaknesses, whatever. Right. But what Paul, Paul had a vision and a dream that wasn't for himself or from him. Right. It was something that God told him to do. So he was focused on that. Right. Instead of on his sin and weaknesses and stuff from the so, past. So, how do you think that the fears affect you today? 
what does fear do to you today, right? Like right now as a father, a husband, a, and a leader, spiritual leader of people. Right. Um, I know. Well, I, I'd say for me, mind. it it makes me self-reliant. That's what fear does for me. Uh-huh. Like it, it, rather than actually trusting God more, I I try to take control more. Okay. And the more f- afraid I get, the more I go. It's, whether it's it's with my kids or their health or providing for their future or whatever, uh, uh, that's what it does for me. And I think for me, what I connected with was the fear of failure. Um, I I think I get too wed to successes and failures in my life. Yeah. And then they end up defining now, now, who now, I am. I like what yep. you're saying, but I'm going to push you a little bit yep. on this. I'm going to push you because that was so general. Yeah. I get self-reliant. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like I eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What kind of meat do you eat? Yeah. Red meat. Well, okay. But what kind of red meat do you eat? Like, you got to dig on down there because, like, I think there are real practical things people out there get afraid of. Not, and I could do all the talking and sure. I could tell you, but I think it would be helpful for people here. Like, practically, what do you mean by you get self-reliant? How does it manifest itself every day when you wake up, the alarm clock goes off, and you start living your life? How does your fear keep you from overcoming discouragement? How does your key fear keep you from moving forward? Well, I have two competing thoughts in my mind, right? Yeah, so, sure. so first thing is... I think it's the acknowledgement of the fear because I don't like to admit that I'm afraid. Okay. So a lot of times I'm a lot more afraid than I admit. It's kind of like the last podcast that Amy was talking about not realizing she's quitting. Uh, For me, the thing is I'm afraid of failing. Like I'm afraid. I think of uh, of anything, whether it's on my job, whether it's failing as a father, failing as a friend. Like it, I don't know if I have. um, It's a clearly defined what failure. So so here's how I look at it, right? So when I was growing up, one of the things that struck fear in my heart was asking a girl on a date. So yeah, that's a specific, for sure. Right. When I was in college, one of the things I feared was trying out for the basketball team for my college, you know, and so I didn't. Now, I think it was a good decision, but I was pe- actually said people could man, you ought to try out. You know, you play high school and you're yeah. pretty good. And, you know, what is pretty good, you know, but I didn't want to do it. Rick Pitino coached the team and I was like, nah, I'm not going to try out. Because I was afraid uh, when it came to becoming a Christian. I almost didn't become a Christian because I was afraid. My friends were like, what are you going to do this for? It's going to ruin your life. It's going to constrain you. You know, there's too many rules. And so and I and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and so the so very specific uh, conflict. I, I didn't I, I didn't like conflict. I didn't like having to say what I felt emotionally. I suppressed my emotions because I didn't want to have conflict with people. You know what I'm saying? I, it, it, and if I didn't like you, I didn't mind have conflict. But if I had a friend, I didn't want a conflict with them. So I, I think what would help people a lot is is for you to kind of spell out exactly. It might even help you spell out exactly what you're talking about when you're saying how does fear manifest itself? Because I find in life that until you get to the details and the practicals, it's hard to overcome fear. Right. As long as it remains general, like I'm afraid of heights, right? Right. It, it, if, if I just said I'm afraid of going outside, right? You know, I'm never going to overcome anything. But if I go, I'm afraid of heights, that's different. Yeah. So I I would say to be more specific. It probably leans more into the area of shaming because I think fear for me is acceptance or approval of people, right? So that, give me a scenario so where like, you would feel that. Because um, the reason be, we're talking about this, folks out there who are listening, is I know for a lot of you, if you're like me, you're going, yeah, I know I'm afraid, but I don't know how to overcome it. Well, part of overcoming it is getting really specific about what you're afraid of. Like the situation, eating dinner, going to lunch, going on a run, like talking to somebody about the you know 
the politics, you know, whatever yeah. it may be. So a number of things come to my mind. I think um, it could be a marriage, right? Afraid of disappointing my wife or her not being happy with me. Sure. Feeling like I'm not we can doing all the job yep. of leading the home, leading the family. That, yeah. that can be a big fear. It, it can be with God. Yeah. I could be afraid that I'm not going to disappoint God, that he's got this uh, big dream for me and I'm not going to be able to fulfill it. I'm yeah. going to come up short. Like yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. big one that I can feel, but cool. I often don't talk about as well. Yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, I think, um, you ever have fear of transparency ever, like of just being yourself? Oh, me? No. Are you kidding, Russ? Absolutely not. I don't, I <laughs> I don't live your no, life. No, no, I have no, no idea. No. I'm just asking. I, I, that's something you, you, we often talk about and whatnot, and something that I really Don't blame have me for to that. <laughs> work don't on. don't no. try to drop on me on the podcast. Can you say, can you, say, can you believe this? He's Are you afraid like, he's of being transparent like, right now? <laughs> he's being transparent about my life right now. Thank yeah. you, Brian. I appreciate that. No, and I think that goes back to the shaming part, right? Which yeah. is, I have a hard time being transparent because... Because I'm really afraid of not being accepted, not being like people uh, uh, um, having an image of me or not living up to that. I guess right? And that's one of the things you're fighting to overcome, right? Absolutely. Still, and, and, every and, day. And you feel like you've made progress, right? Yeah, I feel like I have. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and what you have to do in those situations, you have to choose to have faith in God that he'll protect you and take care of you in the midst of whatever judgments people may make about you, right? Right. right. Absolutely. That's the way to do it. Okay. Nick, I'm going to give you the last word on the podcast. What do you think? Um, I was thinking about... Uh, I want to share about being afraid of conflict. I think it's a big challenge in all my relationships, yeah. but particularly in my relationship with my marriage, I don't like feeling uh, any emotion back at me. So whether that's I'm confessing sin or whether that's me saying I got my feelings hurt, I don't want to get rejected uh, out of that. So the fear of conflict or feeling emotion back that's um, is is a big thing that me and, what, me and Jen have had to talk would about. You say talk that, would you say then, I'm learning from what you're talking about, would you say then that probably more accurate to say more accurate than saying we have a fear of conflict is it we have a fear of emotion fear yeah fear that of emotion. might be more accurate because sometimes conflicts about like i disagree with someone on this but yeah sometimes it's really that we just have a fear of emotion that right. if that if i put myself out there and make myself emotionally vulnerable to you yeah then you can hurt me destroy me yeah. whatever right i think it kind of plays into the fear of rejection it's yeah I'm putting myself vulnerable out there. You can reject me. And it, it's in my home, but it's also in relationships. Yeah. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I'm anxious about a conversation because I'm, uh, I know I see something in a friend. Yeah. And I, I was like, okay, I you need to love, I need to love him and I need to tell you, tell you help the truth. Get better. I was like, yeah. and I anticipate, oh, they don't, they're not going to want to hear this, yeah. right. which is sometimes true, but sometimes it's not. Yeah. But I, I can go to a worst case scenario of, uh, oftentimes that emotion or conflict or that rejection coming. And uh, I think I, I agree with what Brian until unless I admit that specific fear. Yeah, I won't have the courage to face it because I right. I, I end up and, not and, believing and, I am and afraid. What we're really talking about then is really whether it's whatever fear it is and they all are attached to emotion is we got to choose faith. And what I've noticed in my right. life and what you guys are doing a great job of sharing is it too many times we choose to focus on the fears? Yes. And yes. we don't focus on the faith of what God is doing, how he's going to make some amazing things happen. Hey, this is Deep Spirituality. We're knocking these episodes out. We hope you keep listening. This has been a really, really good one about choosing faith and not fear. We hope maybe you'll even re-listen to it and get focused in like Brian did and really get specific about what are these fears and how they manifest themselves. Have a wonderful day and let's keep choosing God. 
hope you enjoy this episode. Be sure to check out our website at deepspirituality.net where we have devotionals, videos, and articles. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Deep Spirituality and click subscribe. You can also find us on all your favorite social media platforms. So be sure to give us a like or a comment. We'd love to hear your feedback. And of course, if you enjoy this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Thanks for listening.